0: Well here we are once again my 29th Christmas Eve service at St. James and each year I tell pretty much the same story. It's uh, the story that is core to uh, what makes Christianity especially special. You know as important as Easter and Good Friday are we believe in a God who became one of us and that is just. Uh, a little tiny bit out of the ordinary. We believe in the physicality of of faith, the fact that it happens in bodies, that it happens here, that faith is something that really happens. And it can really happen, especially if we tap our microphones across our chest, which sometimes James uh, Henry does. So I wanted to read to you a story that you've heard uh, perhaps every Christmas Eve for the last 29 years if you've been coming to St. James or perhaps you've heard it somewhere else. Uh, I may have read it in different versions. This is the New Revised Standard Version. Luke chapter 2, beginning with verse 1. In those days a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be taxed. praising God and saying, Glory to God in highest heaven and on earth, peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in a manger. When they saw this, they made known what they had been told, what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. Well, by now, it's a familiar story. Perhaps it is, perhaps it isn't. The key details probably stand out to you. A baby traveling with his very, very pregnant mom before, actually, before he's even born. Traveling with his very, very pregnant mom and, uh, and dad to uh, be counted so that everyone could be taxed appropriately. And there came time when they were in Bethlehem for Jesus to be born and he was born and the angels appeared and told the shepherds but nobody else and the shepherds said, hey, we got to go see this and they came and they saw it and they were cooled out and Mary was uh, pondering all the things that the shepherds said that he, they had heard from the angels and then they went back to watching the sheep glorifying God. It strikes me that when we hear this story, there are a lot of things that we don't always note. Bethlehem is really not a very big place. It's very tiny and it's very tiny in the middle of a tiny nowhereville, in fact, an outpost of the uh, Roman empire by this time. They aren't even their own little, uh, you know, they're not, ruled by their own people. They're ruled by the Romans, this uh, Emperor Augustus guy uh, through all sorts of sub leaders. It's a tiny place. Jesus is born and placed in uh, not even in his own room in a feeding trough. That's what a manger is, a tiny place, a small, small beginning. Now, When I think about small things, I often, uh, because of my culture, think of insignificant things. I think that they're unimportant. Small things, small people, small minds, small. If you use the word small as a modifier to just about anything, it it appears to have essentially no value. You know, uh, and yet, Big things start small. They have to start somewhere. Every one of us who is watching this or who is present for its, uh, uh, in the worship center here all began as a single cell. So small that you could barely see it with an electron microscope. That's how small you started out. And yet look at you now. Full size. Look at me totally full size, Uh, that happens from almost nothing to unbelievable. Whether you believe in a God who created everything out of nothing like in seven days of the biblical story or if you believe that that's more of a metaphor for the Big Bang, it doesn't matter. It's all about beginning tiny, an idea in God's mind, and boom, infinite. Tiny to infinite. You see, all good things, all big things, have to start somewhere, and they start small. And this story is not the way we would expect God to show up. Let's just be honest. We've come to expect it because it's the Christmas story, and we've heard it every year since we were little. Or if we weren't raised in a religious family, we at least vaguely heard about it somewhere along the way in our lives, about this baby born. But when you really get to thinking about it, it makes absolutely no sense. Why not split the clouds and pop in? You know, for a little chat. Hey, you all are really messing up. Hey, how about if you get it back together there? You know, by the way, love you. (laughs) Uh, Headed back to the clouds. That is not how it happens. Nowhere, nobody, Parents who had never been heard of by anybody who had no, necessarily, why would you choose these? I mean, we all venerate and think Mary's pretty awesome. I think Mary's pretty awesome. But before now, Mary was just a girl who was engaged to a guy whose name is Joseph. And that's all. We look back and we make them into something. They became something. They're big to us but they were nobody to begin with by all of the measures that we used to measure. And you see what's wonderful about that. That's not how God measures things. God doesn't measure by size. With God, size does not matter. What does matter is heart. What does matter is image. What does matter is love. There is not a single one of you who isn't made in the image of God. There's not a single one of you, no matter how big or how small, who isn't loved by God, who isn't precious, infinitely precious for your uniqueness in the midst of it all. And no matter how big we get to be, and I feel pretty big, when you look at the infinity of the universe, the endlessness of the universe. I feel a little bit more like a speck. And yet God is mindful of me, knows the number of hairs on my head. They seem to be reducing in number, so perhaps it's easier to keep track of. But, and the same is true for you. This is a story of what seems to be tiny, being the key to everything. You see, we want big, bold, powerful entrances. We want our hero to come in, and Jesus is born quietly in Bethlehem for all of the great movies that have been made about it and all the wonderful stories. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn king. Who heard that? Some shepherds out watching their sheep. Not everybody. It wasn't a heavenly chorus for everyone to hear. You and I have to take the word of a bunch of shifty shepherds that hung out in the fields with sheep. That's what we have. And if anybody was nobodies in the first century, it was shepherds, they were outsiders. They, they couldn't be good religious people because they were constantly with dirty sheep. They couldn't keep all the purity laws. They couldn't keep clean. They were just shepherds, nobodies. And that's the ones that got the announcements from God. Small, small, small. What could a shepherd do for you? If you're gonna announce it, at least tell somebody important. The town mayor, maybe you tell the next town mayor, maybe you tell the regional governor, maybe you show up in a dream for Caesar Augustus. Nope, shepherds. Because you see, God doesn't see small and big. God sees love and love and love and everything matters. And all, whatever feels infinitesimally small to you is infinitesimally is not infinitesimally small to God and is actually infinitely precious to God. Every atom, molecule, cork, all the little small things, all the great big nebula and galaxies, they matter to God. And you matter to God, little as you may feel. Because everything starts small, but becomes big in the love of God because that's that's what love does. It means you're not alone. It means you're connected. You're connected to the great mystery of the universe, to the infinite love that surrounds you, in whom you live and move and have your being. That is the Christmas message, is no matter how small it appears, it's enough. No matter how small you feel, you're enough. God wants to use you to be a part of an interrelated, interconnected universe of which you're a part and which God wants you to play your part. There isn't any such thing as small in the kingdom of heaven. All of us matter because of love. And that's you. And that's me. That's all of us together. So on this Christmas Eve, Christmas, if you must, because it's between sunset and sunset, On this Christmas Eve, please don't forget that no matter how isolated or alone you may feel, and those are valid feelings, that you matter, that you are infinitely precious unconditionally loved for who you are because God made you to be you. So you can't be small. You can only be loved and real. God is loving you into real. What a precious gift Christmas is. And a little baby in a manger to love the fur right off of us, Mm -hmm. to love the fur right off.